1: I'm your host, Dory DiCarlo, and you know we are here week after week, show after show, breaking those myths that mompreneurs and business women, especially those of us building our businesses from home, that, you know, we're dabbling in between bake sales and getting our nails done. We're not. We are smart. We are savvy, and we are sharing the wisdom of women in business and in life. And I don't know when you're going to hear this show, but we're recording it in March, and we are kicking off our 11th year on the air, which is just amazing to think that 11 years that we have been so gifted with the remarkable women that I have the opportunity to meet along this journey. And I'm so thrilled to be bringing our guest in today because I'm really hoping this is the introduction to now creating a whole other show with our guest and her company. Jennifer Bright is the founding CEO of Bright Communications LLC. She is a publisher, editor, and writer with more than 25 years of publishing experience. Bright Communications publishes over 35 books annually and is the industry's first book publishing franchise. Jennifer's passion is helping authors bring their books to life and to tune in to help readers live healthier happier lives. She lives in Hellertown, Pennsylvania with her fiance. Together they have four sons, three cats, two dogs, and one amazing life. I love that bio. So Jennifer, welcome to Word of Mom Radio. Hi, thank you so very much for the opportunity to be here and congratulations on 11 years. That is
2: amazing.
1: It really is. It really is. You know, it's funny because this started out I just wanted to have a show that gave women like us a voice. Building our businesses and, you know, having to deal with when are you going to quit this and get a real job and all of the things that you would expect your family and friends to be right there cheering you on. And unless you come from an entrepreneurial family, they're looking at you like, what? So Mm -hmm. I just love, I love what you are doing with Bright Communications and the fact that you have created a franchise, a publishing franchise, so I would love for you to take us on your journey and kind of let us know what has changed in the publishing industry in the 25 years that you have been part of this. Thank you for asking. I can sum up in one word,
2: everything has changed. (laughs) Literally, I can hardly recognize the publishing industry as I'm sitting here talking to you today. When I think back to when I really got my start, I had attended the University of Pennsylvania on an Army RTC scholarship, served on active duty as a lieutenant for four years, and then when I came back home to the Lehigh Valley, I got a job at an incredible family-owned publisher called Rodale. And people might recognize that. They published Prevention Magazine and Men's Health Magazine, and they also published books. And they were what we now today will call traditional publishers. And it was that world, you know, we're all so familiar with where you have an agent who shops your book around to the publisher who sits in the big meeting and decides whether or not they want to buy your book. And, you know, that was just the way book after book after book after book was published. And we had no idea back then how dramatically this world was going to change such that I could be sitting here in my home in Pennsylvania talking about franchising a model of publishing that is so completely
1: different to what they did. It's just absolutely incredible. It really is. So with the idea of becoming the first book publishing franchise, what is this program about? How does that happen?
2: Wow. Well, it is a great story, and it all started with me sitting in my living room watching a YouTube video. I was thinking about how my company had grown so dramatically over the past couple of years to where I was publishing 35 books a year in 2021, 35 books a year in 2022, and I just have, I love what I do. I have such a passion to help authors bring their books to reality, and I was at the point where I thought, I want to do more. I want to do more, but, you know, realistically, 35 is a lot of books, and 35 people is a lot of relationships to manage in the way that I like to manage these relationships, and I was sad to think, I'm I'm not sure I can do more than this. What am I gonna do from here? How am I gonna grow? Because I didn't want to bring on an assistant because it's a very personal relationship. When someone comes to me, it's really a sacred trust almost. You know, this is a dream that they've carried in their heart or they've maybe carried in a little notebook around with them for 10, 20, 30, one author, 50 years. And I can't say, I'm so pleased to meet you and hear about your dream now. Let me introduce you to my assistant who's actually going to help you with your book. It doesn't work that way. So here I am a couple years ago, but two years ago, thinking, how am I going to do this? How am I going to grow? I'm watching YouTube, a video about McDonald's franchising. And it was that epiphany moment. And I thought, oh, my goodness, that's it? What? If I franchise my business, and I started checking into it, it didn't seem like anybody had ever done this before. And I actually kind of shared my dream with a couple people who were like, franchises are for Subway and McDonald's, not publishing companies. And I thought, well, that just makes me want to do it even more. (laughs) It can't be done. And I started looking into the franchise model and realized that all businesses can be franchised. There's cleaning franchises. There's tax prep franchises. There's, you know, everything. I thought, why couldn't we do this? And so, I had the incredible good fortune to be sitting in a meeting, literally probably a week after I had this thought. I'm sitting in a meeting, and a woman I knew, kind of, kind of tangentially, was in this networking kind of group, and we're doing a go around the room thing, you know, talk about yourself and your business. And this lady says, "I'm thinking about starting a business as a franchise consultant." <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, what are the chances of that?" Well, I came to find out later. Um, She and I have worked together for the past year and a half to bring this dream to reality. We're just about to launch. That was the first time she had spoken publicly about her dream to become a franchise consultant. And then I told her for pretty much the first time in public that I was dreaming about franchising. And so, yep, we've been doing all the legwork to bring this dream to life, and we should be launching any week now. Um, Literally, people will be able to buy a Bright Communications franchise, which means They will be able to use our programs and processes, they'll be able to hire my team and talent, and they will benefit from my brand and support to have their very own turnkey publishing company.
1: How cool is that? So when we switch from being now an opportunity to franchise, but for your author opportunities, what makes Bright Communication so special and why? whether it's you or somebody from one of your franchises, why are they going to want to work with Bright Communications? I like to say that we are
2: the happy middle ground between the old traditional method of publishing, which is on one side of the continuum, and the other side of the continuum, which is self-publishing. So publishing, you can imagine it as a long continuum. Traditional publishing is probably familiar to most people. self publishing is attainable, but hard. You know, it's not easy to publish a book, and it's not easy to publish a book on top of your million things you're already doing, you know, with your job and your family and your house and your pets and your kids. Publishers like me, we often call ourselves independent publishers or custom publishers, you hire us to create an awesome, top-quality professional book, and then our authors receive 100% of all profits directly from our printer distributor, IngramSpark Spark, and or Amazon. So nothing passes through me along the way. However, you have a friend for life. You know, if you have questions or concerns or you want to publish another book, we're always here for you. So I call myself a book doula. and literally take authors by the hand wherever they are and help them through this sometimes confusing meandering road to get them to finished book on Amazon and in their hands.
1: What kind of process? do you go through with an author? So I have a book, and I've decided I'm going to write this book, and I finally give you my initial writings. Here's my manuscript. What's going to happen? Well, we actually have two programs. Um, the first is called Self-Publishing Assist,
2: and that's a little bit of a more streamlined process. In about three months, we edit the book, design the cover, design the interior, help the author to create their account with IngramSpark, and it's live on Amazon. We also have full publishing packages where we have a lot more steps, a lot more reviews. We do a complete proofreading step. We also offer promotion tools and support. Those books do bear our name as publisher. So we kind of have a wide range of options to help people get from idea or manuscript to complete a book.
1: It's so interesting to me because I, at one point, I was working with a graphics company. And this was a company that did posters for, you know, major motion pictures in the 70s, 80s, but come the 90s, now you all of a sudden had Photoshop and everything else. And it was very interesting because the package that they offered, you had people that are working in their living room, and instead of it costing you $5,000 for somebody to design something, they're going to charge you 500 and things. So it's got to be... Such an interesting dichotomy now with the whole self publishing industry, but again, it 's all fine, well and good. then what do you do? You know when you do something all by yourself it's the power of one is a very strong thing, however, then you have the power of one as opposed to the power of a team
2: exactly,
1: exactly, and this is conversation I have
2: almost on a daily, weekly basis with authors is where is that balance between investing time and investing money? I think that what has dramatically changed in publishing over the past couple years is the accessibility. Print on demand, inexpensive contractors like what you described accessible systems that you can even use at home have made publishing possible in a way that it didn't used to be at all. The barriers have really been broken down. You no longer need to find that Jerry McGuire agent to shop your book around to the big publishing companies. Because honestly, what could take years or months or never happen, you could work at a company like mine and have your book on shelves in three or four months. And for most people, that's valuable.
1: What happens when you run into that author, you know, so somebody's working with you and you've got some edits in mind and things like that, ever deal with an author that just does not want to hear your input, this is my book and I don't want you to change a thing? That is such a good point. So the relationship between author and publisher has
2: completely been turned on its side. In the traditional model, when a traditional publisher has bought that book, they have bought that book and they now have a lot of say in what happens with it. In our model, the author is hiring us. We are the advisors. We are the coaches. We are the recommenders. I'm always careful to use the word editing suggestions because at the end of the day, that's your name on the cover. That's your face perhaps even on the cover. And so someone is hiring me for my expertise and my recommendations, but I'm always careful to explain that the decision really is yours. That's your voice that we want to preserve. That's your reputation we want to enhance and so it's really helpful for people to understand that you would retain the control that you might not have if you go with a traditional path
1: interesting i want you to think about what jennifer just said we're going to take a quick break say thank you to our sponsors and we'll be back here in just a moment on word of mom radio
3: Are you going through a rough time right now? Are
1: you healing through an illness?
3: Creativity is there for you every chance and every moment of the day. Grab a pen, grab some paper, sketch, draw, write a play, do something. Get your mind off of that negative thing that's happening to you and reach across the barriers that stop you from growing. Creativity is your answer. And at Arate Gallery in New Hope, PA, we've launched a program with the help of our friends at Visit Bucks County It's called Healing Through the Arts. Come join us, learn about programs to help you get through hard times, learn about how to cross cultural divide, break down communication barriers, all through the creative process. We're showcasing great artists, wonderful healthcare practitioners will be joining us, and you can learn all about it at aretegallery.com. That's A-R-E-T-E gallery.com. In
4: 2017, Unsilenced Voices was formed to help survivors of domestic abuse and gender-based violence worldwide. The organization currently serves Sierra Leone, Rwanda, Ghana, and the USA. In 2022, Unsilenced Voices gifted over $33,000 to survivors in the USA. And in Sierra Leone, there are over 26 young girls who have been rescued from sex trafficking and domestic abuse, and now going through vocational training school in order to better their lives. We need your help. Donations are critical in order for us to continue our work. We also need volunteers to help with research and development. Please visit unsilencedvoices.org for more information. Again, unsilencedvoices.org.
1: She is brave. She is bold. She is you. And we want to tell your story. Are you ready to share your journey with us on Word of Mom Radio? Go to wordofmomradio.com and register as a guest. We want to tell your story because when you win, We all win. Are you experiencing insomnia, brain fog, hot flashes, mood swings, and more? These are many of the symptoms women experience on a daily basis affecting the health of their brain and increasing the risk for dementias like Alzheimer's disease down the road. A healthy lifestyle can make a big difference for the health of the brain, but Brain Love Health took it further and created an innovative nutritional supplement, especially for women, to support us through this transitional time while also promoting better sleep and long- term brain health don't wait any longer to help your brain age well why let it deteriorate the health of your brain is in your hands to begin protecting it today visit brainlovehealth.com that's b r a i n l o v e h e a l t dot com she is brave She is bold. She is you. And we want to tell your story. Are you ready to share your journey with us on Word of Mom Radio? Go to wordofmomradio.com and register as a guest. We want to tell your story because when you win, we all win. And we're back here on Word of Mom Radio. We are talking with Jennifer Bright, who is the founding CEO of Bright Communications. For our listeners out there, I have that book inside me that I want to write. How do you know when it's time to stick that pen to paper and start writing that book? See how old I am sticking pen to paper instead of getting in front of your computer? How do you know that it's time? When do they come to you? Well, all different times. I have authors who are young, just out of college.
2: I have authors in their 80s. I would say it's a little bit tilted more to the authors in their 80s because these are people who have the time, have the motivation, and have the means to publish. But really, I think the message I would love to show people always is there's never been a better time to publish a book because it's easier, it's less expensive, it's just the perfect time to get your story out. And everybody has a story. It's universal. You know, we all have amazing things that have happened to us to share or tips or advice.
1: I'm going to ask just for an example of what was one of your toughest? You don't have to give the author's name or anything, but what was one of your toughest books that it it took you to get out there? Let's see. That's a very good question.
2: One of the toughest books that I had to get out there. (laughs)
1: Hmm.
2: Well, the one thing that is interesting that people might feel surprised is a lot of times authors are nervous that I'm not being tough enough. And I think that's because, as I said, the relationship is so different. And I do often have to tell them that, no, no, my I wouldn't be doing my job if I wasn't telling you what I really think. And I'm going to be kind to you, but I'm going to tell you if something isn't making sense. Um, So we have had interesting conversations with some authors. One often big sticking point, as you can imagine, is the title. Sometimes authors maybe don't, they have something stuck in their mind, and they're not realizing maybe how important that title is. And maybe they're being a little too cryptic or a little too clever. I usually will resolve that by having them come up with a very good clarifying subtitle which of course appears on Amazon and on the cover as well. And so it's interesting sometimes the balance of someone has a very unusual voice, maybe that doesn't involve grammar. (laughs) And sometimes it's, it's like trying to find that line of, okay, I understand this is your voice, but your punctuation is just wrong. You know, so I, I have a really, it's a really unique dance because I want them to love their book. I want them to feel great about their book, but I also want them to feel great because they sold copies of their book. And so sometimes I have to have hard conversations like in order to help you achieve your goals you
1: know, and your dreams, let's try this this way because I think it's going to produce a more sellable book. I, what a great way to put that. I was in retail one time and I remember this woman coming out in this outfit and I'm thinking to myself, Oh, my gosh. And she said, what do you think? I said, you know, I think I have something that would look even better. Lovely. Lovely. You know, I really do. I think I've got something that's going to be a better color for you and everything else. And gave her a different outfit. She came out in it. I could live with that. I I didn't want to say to her, it looks awful.
0: You don't know. It looks terrible.
1: It is. Sometimes it's, it's the phrasing. It's how do you say things to people? and the cadence, the tone, all of it. Right, right. And sometimes, a lot of times, people will come to me and they
2: have been carrying this book around in the notebook for 20, 30, 40 years or in in a story in their heart and it's so personal to them and they have such an image on their mind of what this book is going to look like. And so... But they don't know what they don't know. And so when we do their cover, for example, we create a whole bunch of drafts. And so we'll do the draft that they have had in their brain for years, but we'll also show them some other options. And so maybe they just didn't think of it this way. And then, you know, a lot of times they'll look at ours and be like,
1: yeah, I love it. That's awesome. So you yourself are a published author. Tell us about some of your books. And which one is your – do you have a favorite baby that you wrote? Oh, I do. Thanks for asking. Of course. Of course. Yes. So
2: our company was, our company was actually started to self-publish my journey. That's why I love talking to authors because I've worked my entire life in, this, in publishing in all facets. The traditional publisher, Rodale, I started this journey as a self-publisher when my boys were little, they cried a lot and they didn't sleep much. And I had reached out to our pediatrician who was a mom of four at the time. And I was so touched she called me after hours and she talked to me for like twenty minutes. Not necessarily about medicine, but how she as a mom got this baby to sleep. And it was another epiphany because I thought to myself, that is so valuable to me, because I have to tell you, her solution involved more trying than the part, not less. And that was hard for me, but it was because she was a mom that I was able to try her try her method. And so I had the idea to compile wisdom from Dr. Moms into a book, which then became a book series called The Mommy MD Guides. And so I loved creating those books. What happened, which to my great surprise, each of those books featured a couple dozen Dr. Moms. And they started coming to me and asking if I would help them publish their books. And I was like, well, hey, sure, I publish my book. I can help you publish your book. And that's how we really got our start as publishing other people's books. But the book that really is nearest and dearest to my heart is just recently I I had the idea for a mommy and me coloring and seek and find journal. It's called um, Find Magic and Joy, and it's available as the mom version, Find Joy, and the kid version, Find Magic, and then the combination, because when my kids were little and we used to color, I love to color with them, but I hated the coloring books because they were so basic and so simple. So my books are designed so that you've got a page that's more complicated for the moms on one side and a page that's less complicated for the little ones on the other side. And then every page has a journal prompt at the bottom. And the mom pages have a little hidden Joy the Garden Gnome. And the kid pages have a little hidden Magic the Kitten. So it's kind of of a, a book for moms and kids to enjoy together.
1: How fun. What made you come up with that idea? I just remembered, I mean, my kids are teens now, so it's been a long time, but I guess I was just
2: kind of thinking, like, what would be fun to put together, and I had recently met an artist named Anna. She's out in Oregon, and she's super talented, and just one thing led to another, led to another, and I'd love to do a whole series of them someday.
1: How fun. You know, it's so funny. I'm sitting here in my house, and I have right next to me my little file, and it has my coloring books, my markers and everything I love to color when I travel I bring them with me because it is my way to just relax and unplug I love to read but then I'm involved sometimes you know how that is sometimes you need to do something where you don't have you can just relax and express and and I I do I I love to color I've been big into mandalas lately and just doing them over and over. My grandson has that fascinated by all the different colors that I use and everything else. And we have our little art space. So he'll do his thing. I'll do my thing. And, you know, cause I do, I, so I, I love the idea of your book. I, what a fun way to sit and color because as adults, we forget how much fun it's like getting a jar of bubbles. -hmm. And you start blowing bubbles for the kids, and you realize, oh my god, bubbles—they're so fun. You do sometimes as we get older, we forget. I like to find magic and joy because we do—we forget that magic. Yeah, we really do. And
2: coloring is so so wonderfully meditative. You know, you can just really
1: turn—kind of like turn your brain off, put it in neutral and 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 accomplish something beautiful at the same time. Absolutely. So where can we find find magic and joy? On Amazon.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Amazon. <laughs> we'll have a link on, on wordofmomradio.com. So, Jennifer, as we're wrapping up, I can't believe how fast it goes. Hello. I know. It flies. Uh, what do you want to leave our listeners with, and how may they reach out to you? So you can reach out to me. We're at brightcommunications.net. My email is just jennifer
2: at brightcommunications.net. And I really, really, really would love to encourage people to share your story. So often people will tell me, well, I have this idea, but I don't think it's any good. And it will, will anyone care? Yes, they will care. You know, it's just so wonderful and cathartic to take pen to paper, fingers to keys, get it out of your head. And don't censor, don't edit, just get it out of your head. And then, you know, take the next step. Just take the next step. Consider talking to a publisher. Consider sharing it with a friend because everyone's story is valuable and the benefits are so much greater than you can imagine to sharing your story.
1: I can't think of a better way to end that conversation. Thank you so much, really. And for all of you listening, reach out. You know you're out there going, I have that book in me, but I don't know what to do. So reach out to Jennifer, even if it's not your time yet. It's okay. Get the seeds started. So all of Jennifer's links are going to be live on wordofmomradio.com. And I really, fingers crossed, that you'll be hearing from Jennifer on a regular basis and bright communications on Word of Mom Radio because I think they would just be such a phenomenal addition to our amazing lineup, and I just Jennifer, I thank you so much for coming, sharing your joy because it is so infectious what you are doing. It really truly is. It's thank wonderful you so much. Hear. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I appreciate it so much. My pleasure. And for all of you tuning in, thank you so much for tuning in. We are going to close out with our fabulous theme song from Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers. So till next time, this is Dory DiCarlo saying go out and create a marvelous you. Bye for now.
0: She is sure, she is sure, she is strong, she is strong, she is true. She